Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who struggles with mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough, exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my gorgeous mama friends. I am so excited to be with you today. I hear a lot of mamas having some serious panic and anxiety around the world that we live in today. And um, there's a lot of stuff going on around us. There's a lot of political unrest. There's a lot of fear when it comes to the looting, the rioting, the things that have happened in the last calendar year. And there's a lot of people who've expressed fear about bringing children into this world and being afraid of the future of for our children. Me personally, I had Ellie in February of 2020 and she was born literally about two and a half weeks before the world shut down. And she's never known anything outside of mom in a mask when we're out at public places. She's never known anything outside of that world. She's never known what it looks like to have big parties and big things. And she, she's totally, totally a mama's girl as a result. And she's a homebody as a result. She'll be one next month. And I can see the little and big repercussions of COVID life in her, in her growing up. And um, I think it would be really, really easy to fall prey to fear and anxiety of the future. And I've done a lot of work on the last year, over the last year on myself and figuring out personally how to overcome those feelings of anxiety and fear for the future. And so I just want to share a couple of those things with you when it comes to overcoming fear and anxiety, especially about the future, so that you can be the best mom for your kiddos. I remember very distinctly when the world shut down um, that week where just like new notification after notification after notification of, well, this is shutting down. Well, this is shutting down. Well, this is shutting down. And just being glued to my phone, being glued to social media, to the news feeds, to my texts from my family and all the things. And I was so grumpy with my kids. Like Every little thing set me off. Every little distraction and disruption when they needed to help me wipe their bum, I would just like completely lose my cool because I needed to be attached to my phone and see every little minute of updates. And you guys, it was so exhausting. It was emotionally exhausting more than anything. And it just, I was not showing up as the person I wanted to be in any way, shape, or form. And Thankfully, I'm someone who reflects. I, I pay attention to my emotions, um, and I, I didn't like the way I felt. I didn't. And so I, I reflected, okay, well, what am I doing wrong, and how can I change it? And 
the very first tip that I want to share with you that, that I changed to, to fix that overwhelming fear and anxiety was I turned to gratitude. I do not believe in coincidences. And there was a talk from, it's a conference talk. It's essentially, it's a devotional by a spiritual leader in the church that I belong to, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And it was given by a man named Dieter F. Uchtdorf. And he's an incredible man. And his talk was all about gratitude. And I was studying all the talks that he had given. And this was a talk from a few years ago. And he just talked about the overwhelming power of gratitude and the, the concept that fear and faith cannot coexist. They can't. If you have faith and, and you believe in something greater, it, it overcomes fear every time. Every time, okay? Faith is, is better. Faith is the best way to choose life, okay? Faith is the best thing that you can choose in your life. And faith and gratitude go right hand in hand. They really do. And you cannot feel blessed and stressed at the same time. And thankfully, I had been practicing daily gratitude because one of my mindset and mentors, she encouraged me to write down 10 things that I'm grateful for every single day. And you guys, that has been so transformative over the last year to spend every day writing down 10 things that I'm grateful for. And on all the hard days I was able, and I know I've talked about it before, but you guys, this is so powerful. It really is. If you implement nothing else from my morning routine podcast or from anything else, if you implement writing down every single day, 10 things that you're grateful for, your life will transform. It really will. Because for one thing, you don't want to write down the same 10 things every single day. So you find new things to look for, new things to be grateful for. And there's been times in the past where I would write one thing or three things. And that was great. But it's a challenge every day to write down 10 things. I, I typically get to about six or seven that like come fast and easy. And then the last like three or four, I have to think about like, okay, well, what, el what else am I grateful for today? And it really puts me in this place for like three to five minutes of my day of like, what am I grateful for? And starting my day off on that foot, it changes everything for me. It really does. So if you are a mama who's struggling with fear and anxiety and overwhelm and stress, I want to encourage you to express gratitude. I want to encourage you to express gratitude every day, even if it's on a post-it note or on the notes app in your phone, or you buy a journal specifically for this, or it's on your computer or wherever, find a place and physically write it down. 10 things, 10, no less. You can do more if you want, but no less. Okay. It will transform your life. It really will. Okay. The second thing that I want to chat with you about when it comes to being able to get over that fear and overwhelm, and it, it's something I've talked about before as well, but literally just play, play, play for at least 15 minutes with your kiddos, especially no matter what age they are. But if you literally just put your phone down, put your phone down, turn it on airplane mode or turn on, do not disturb or turn off your notifications or whatever you need to do 15 minutes. Okay. I'm not asking you for 17 hours, like 15 minutes, 
and just play whatever your kid wants to play. If that's Mario Kart, do it. If that's Barbies, do it. If that's trucks and airplanes, do it. If that's whatever that looks like for you. If that's play right now looks like playing this fantasy football with my teenage son. Okay, cool. Learn about fantasy football for 15 minutes or play looks like watching these TikTok videos with my teenage daughter. Okay, do it or learn a dance with her or whatever, right? Play, play for 15 minutes. Put your phone down, put it down in another room, okay? And hang out with your kids, play with your kids, be with them. And I know I've talked about it in the past, but 15 minutes turns into 30 minutes because you're enjoying yourself so much. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's like, no, I really only have 15 minutes today. And sometimes I literally set a timer like on my watch or on my phone or whatever. And I set a timer and I say on those busy days, guys, I've got 15 minutes to play however you'd like to today. And you guys, that helped my fear, my anxiety, my overwhelm, my stress so much because when I could just stop and pause and play, it reminded me of what is most important in life. It really, it's so simple. It doesn't sound like 15 minutes can change your life, but it is so simple. And it was honestly, it's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite parts of my day. Just these 15 minutes of intentional unplugged, let's just sit and play and do whatever you guys want to do. The dishes can wait, dinner can wait, the laundry can wait, me taking a shower can wait, whatever it is, it can wait. And I can play with you for 15 minutes and spend time with you for 15 minutes, okay? The third thing I wanna chat about if you're struggling with fear, anxiety, overwhelm, stress, okay, is to turn to heaven for help. Because after all, these kiddos were his first. I don't know if you believe in God. I assume most of you do if you're still around listening to my podcast because you clearly know that I'm a God person. So my message probably resonates with you because you probably believe in a higher power just like I do. But he, they were his children first. And guess what? He desires to help you. He desires to help you. And he knows them better than you do. So when you ask him for his help, you better believe he will help you. Whatever it is that you're struggling with. Maybe you're struggling to potty train. Okay, ask for heaven's help. Maybe you're struggling to get your kiddo to listen. Okay, ask for heaven's help. Maybe you're struggling with getting your kiddo to talk to you about anything, whether they're 2, 20, or 12. Maybe they're, you're just struggling in some sort of way. Ask for heaven's help. There was an experience that we had at the beach last summer and um, Alila, my, my second oldest, she is my adventure girl. She is fearless and I love it, but sometimes it's terrifying. And one minute she was right next to me while we were cleaning up, ready to leave the beach. The next minute, she's climbing this jagged rock wall, this huge jagged rock wall. And it was like, oh my gosh, I dropped everything that I was holding. I booked it over to this rock wall. Obviously panic, fear, all the things. Oh my gosh, she's going to fall. She's going to get so hurt. And this is my girl who, this will come later in a different podcast, but this is my girl who fell off the counter at five and a half months old and fractured her skull. Okay. Like this girl is a little accident prone. Like she's fearless and all the things. And it's, it sometimes gives me serious anxiety. Right. So I booked it over to her and 
the spirit whispered to my heart and my mind, slow down, make it a game, make it a game. And so I did. I listened. Thankfully, I slowed down. I made it a game. I was like, oh my goodness, Lila Lou, look at you. Look at you climb. You're so tough and brave, right? And I realized she was climbing to try to get to this seagull that was in the middle of the rock wall. Okay. And so she wanted to try to climb to get it. And so I, I held her hand, I helped her, I lifted her up and, and all the things. And um, I am certain that I got that spiritual prompting to slow down and make it a game because she's that girl that if I'm chasing her, she's going to run. She's going to make it a game if I don't. So the game would have turned into like, get, get away from mom, escape from mom as fast as I can. And she's two, you guys, like she cannot climb well, <laughs> especially not on a jagged rock beach wall trying to get a bird, right? Like she does not have good enough judgment to safely climb quickly. And, um, so I'm certain that's why I had that spiritual prompting to make it a game and make it fun. And she's not in trouble. I'm going to help you play this game and it's going to be fun. And I'm going to help you get the bird, right? So I held her hand. I, I helped her climb as much as I could. And it got to this point where I'm standing on the beach and she's, she's higher than me. And I couldn't hold her anymore unless I also climbed the rock wall, which I was not willing to do because it did not look safe in any way, shape or form. So I was holding onto her ankle and that was the last point that I could, that I could hold. And again, fun mom has kicked in. I'm not so anxious, not so scared. Right. And I was like, well, maybe I should just let her climb and I can be right here and I can be right here. Right. But again, the spirit whispered to me, do not let her go. And and so I held on tight to her ankle. I held on tight and she was fighting me and she was like crying and mom, let me go. I want to climb. Right. And it like hurt my heart a little because I knew like, just let her climb, like, let her be a kid, let her explore, let her adventure. But the other part of me was like, no, you got a very strong prompting. You need to listen. And so I chose to listen and I held onto her ankle. I grabbed her. We talk. Yay. That was so fun. Let's go back and help clean up. Right. And then we moved on with our day. And I just remember reflecting about it and being so grateful that two promptings very strongly came to my heart and my mind that I listened to them and I didn't have to find out what would have happened if I hadn't. Maybe she would have been fine. Maybe she would have been totally fine, but maybe she wouldn't have been. What if I panicked and run over and, and ignored the prompting and, and she did climb as fast as she can and she slipped and poked her like eye and it's bleeding and now she can't see, now she's blind, whatever. Like there are so many things that could have happened, um, right? But they didn't because one, I was striving to live my life worthy of the spirit. Two, I have practiced throughout my life to know how the spirit speaks to me. And three, when I heard him, I listened, right? And this is not like, oh, pat me on the shoulder. I'm the best mom ever, right? There has been plenty of moments where I have not lived worthy of the spirit. I have not listened when it talked to me. I have not X, Y, Z, all the things, right? But this was a moment where I did. And I was so grateful that I did. And I didn't have to find out what would have happened if I hadn't. And as I was reflecting about this experience, it just really hit me hard that heaven wants to help me. Heaven wants to help me succeed in raising my children. And 
I, I can turn to him. I can turn to him for help. I really, really can. And when I do, I am a much better mom because he fills in the gaps. He fills in all the spots where I lack, right? And he can see the end from the beginning. He knows things that I don't. And when I turn to him, when I lean on him, when I rely on him, I am so much stronger than if I were trying to do it by myself. So rely on heaven for help. Whatever that means for you, pray. Read your scriptures. Strive to live worthy of the Spirit. Strive to be in tune with the Spirit. Strive to listen when the Spirit speaks to you. Ask for help. Pray about the things that you're struggling with with your kiddos, and it will transform your parenting. It really will. And when you're able to be humble enough to recognize that I am not perfect and that I need help, both from heaven and from angels walking around the earth in forms of my friends who are listening to the spirit themselves and asking me when I need help or listening to me when I need somebody to talk to or giving me a hug when I need one or bringing me dinner when they quote unquote had no idea that anything was wrong, right? Like angels are walking around on the earth and they're your friends. They're your family. They're your loved ones who are also striving to live their best lives true to the spirit, worthy of the spirit, listening to the spirit of God and, and striving to be that, be the change that they wish to see in the world, right? So ask heaven for help. There is a post that I came across and I loved it. It was really long and it was just a screenshot from somebody else that they shared in their stories. And normally I don't read stuff like that. Like it's too long. It's going to take me way more than 15 seconds to read that. I'm going to have to hold my finger to the screen to pause it, to actually read this. And for whatever reason, right? Huh? The spirit told me, read it, read that. And you guys, oh my gosh, I read it. I reshared it. I've shared it multiple times now. And it has blessed my life immensely. So I want to share it with you here. And this is not me. This is a, a man named Alex Cravens wrote this. And again, it was shared on social media and I'm just sharing it with you here now. Okay. Don't feel sorry for or fear for your kids because the world they are going to grow up in is not what it used to be. God created them and called them for the exact moment in time that they're in. Their life wasn't a coincidence or an accident. Raise them up to know the power they walk in as children of God. Train them up in the authority of his word. Teach them to walk in faith knowing that God is in control. Empower them to know they can change the world. Don't teach them to be fearful and disheartened by the state of the world, but hopeful that they can do something about it. Every person in all of history has been placed in the time that they were in because of God's sovereign plan. He knew Daniel could handle the lion's den. He knew David could handle Goliath. He knew Esther could handle Haman. He knew Peter could handle persecution. He knows that your child can handle whatever challenge they face in their life. He created them specifically for it. Don't be scared for your children, but be honored that God chose you to parent the generation that is facing the biggest challenges of our lifetime. Rise up to the challenge. Raise Daniels, Davids, Esthers, and Peters. God isn't scratching his head wondering what he's going to do with this mess of a world. 
He has an army he's raising up to drive back the darkness and make him known all over the earth. Don't let your fear steal the greatness God placed on them. I know it's hard to imagine them as anything but our sweet little babies, and we just want to protect them from anything that could ever be hard on them. But they were born for such a time as this. Chills, right? Like Mike freaking drop on Alex Cravens, like way to rock dog. Seriously, so, so true and so profound. They were born for such a time as this. They really were. And we, right? How many times have I shared this with you? You are the mother your children need. And, but they need you to be your best self. They need you to express gratitude every day so that you can live in a good headspace. They need you to turn to heaven for help when you're feeling fear and anxiety and stress and overwhelm. They need you to pray for them and to pray for yourself, to know how to show up the best way that they can, that, that you can for them, right? They need you and you I know that the world can be scary and dark and hard, but they need their mom. They need you. They need you to play with them. They need you to put your phone down. They need you to rise up and raise them because they will not be able to raise themselves. They will not. They cannot learn that they can make a difference in the world if all they see is a mom who's on their phone, sucked in fear, anxious, worry, overwhelm, stress. They can't. They need to see you living, loving, laughing, falling, trying again, picking yourself up, asking for help, praying, praying again, praying again, asking for help again, right? They need to see you try and fail. They need to see you, mama. They need to see you try. And they need to see that you care about them. And of course, this podcast is called Grace Mama Grace, right? Give yourself grace. If you've been a mama who's been sucked into the world of scrolling and social media and your phone and Netflix and all the things and commit to trying today to be a little better than you were yesterday. Do not wait until tomorrow. Start today. Be better today than you were yesterday. Even if it's the day's almost over. How can you be a better mom today than you were yesterday? And committing to change, committing to growth, and committing to the day after perfect. That concept comes from a book called Finish by John Acuff, where he talks about in any goal setting, most of us are perfectionists. And we have these goals and we have these desires and we have this dream to be a wonderful mom and a wonderful wife and a wonderful X, Y, Z and lose this weight and exercise all the things and whatever, right? We have these huge grandiose goals, but because we're human, we fall short. We're imperfect. We mess up. We make mistakes. We have bad days. We do. And that day after perfect is the most crucial day in the world. Because what differentiates the people who are on the plane to succeed and the people who are on the plane crash of failure 
It's the day after perfect. The day after you messed up, what are you going to do? Are you going to quit? Ah, I knew it. I couldn't do it anyways. Why did I even try? I suck. I'm the worst. Or I'm human. I made a mistake, but I still have this goal. It was one bad day. There's 365 days in a year. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. Right? And the, one of the biggest differences in those two things is shame. Are you a bad person or did you just make a bad choice? Right? And recognizing the difference between shame and guilt. Don't shame yourself, mama. Do not. When you have a bad day, when you make a bad choice, when you make a mistake, you don't ever say, oh, I'm such a bad mom. I'm such a bad person. I'm the worst wife ever. I'm the worst person ever. That is shaming. I made a mistake, but I'm willing to change. I messed up. I'm so sorry. I messed up is very different than I am a failure. I failed in that endeavor is very different than I am a failure. Do not shame yourself. Do not shame others. Brush yourself off the day after perfect. Pick yourself up and go change the world. Starting with the people, the world of your littles or your teenagers or your adult children, whoever it is, you can make a difference in their lives. You will make a difference in their lives. Okay? You're amazing. You really are. I want you to look in the mirror sometime today and say three nice things about yourself. And I want to challenge you to potentially start making a journal of one gratitude in the morning, but at night starting to fill out the journal entry. I am a great mom because, or I was a great mom today because, and start looking for that book of proof. Start looking for all the reasons that you are incredible. I was a great mom today because I made pancakes for my kids this morning. I am a great mom today because all three of my kiddos had their teeth brushed after dinner right? It doesn't have to be, I am a great mom because I bought Disneyland annual passes for all seven of my children, right? It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be grandiose. Okay. Why are you an amazing mom? Because you are, you are an amazing mom. So start looking for that proof. Okay. Stop shaming yourself. Express gratitude play with your kids, ask for heaven's help, be kind to yourself, mama. And the day after perfect, brush yourself off. Try again and again and again and again. Because this is heaven's work and he needs you, mama. He really does. And so do your kiddos. I love you, my friends. I'll see you next week. And remember, you are amazing. 
All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember, the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace. Thank you.